On to our Thursday night game. We have Atlanta at Carolina. Right now, I am picking Carolina against uh, the Falcons because, well, they uh, can't hold a lead. And, uh, yeah, it makes me sad to say this, but I uh, they already played Week 5. Carolina won. It was kind of lower scoring than you'd think between these two teams. I feel like second matchup will be a little higher, but... How did the uh, first matchup go? I need to refresh myself. So it ended at 23-16, only got to 39 points. They have this one going to 49. That seems more likely. Mm-hmm. Um, they had it at 54 last time, but based on how the teams are playing, I assume, yeah. The current one makes more sense. Carolina's pretty much just got home field advantage. Um, Ridley had a great game. Uh, Gurley had a really good game, too, which I guess makes sense for him to do well again. Davis balled out, and uh, Robbie Anderson had a solid game, and then we saw DJ Moore uh, break a long touchdown. I mean, ah, I assume yeah. this game will go about the same. The only okay, so the difference last game, the last time was there was no Julio. Correct. That's like that big difference. Um, that's a pretty big difference. Yeah, like their team is so much better with him. So, I think they put up more of a fight, and this game probably gets closer to that forty-nine because Atlanta just has a lot of trouble moving the ball and scoring when Julio is not in. So, hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons did not throw an offensive touchdown in that game. I would expect that to do a pretty swift turnaround. Matt Ryan should probably throw three touchdowns this week. Yeah, I expect at least. I expect the usual fantasy suspects to work out this game. You know, Robbie, DJ, Julio, Ridley, probably Gurley and Davis. Like, these offenses are very concentrated. Um, I mean, Carolina even more so. It's really just three guys. Yeah, Falcons are like three and a half because sometimes it's Hayden Hur, sometimes it's Russell Gage. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, oh, we, we both have Carolina. Mm-hmm. I I have taken Carolina, even though I'm pretty torn on it. Like I don't necessarily think that I'm a huge favorite of Carolina in this matchup. Like this is definitely a winnable game for Atlanta, but I may be like 55-45 Carolina, right? Yeah, um, maybe like 60-40, but not like not terribly in favor of Carolina. I mean, like I said, Vegas is giving them – actually, it's only two and a half right now. They're getting just below home field advantage. But, yeah, what the one reason to have it about that 55-45. Atlanta can score points. We know it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Atlanta can score points. They're playing a team that sucks against the pass. Yeah, Carolina's defense is, you know, yeah. not great. <laughs> not not. – They're getting more cohesion about losing a little bit of personnel, so it's kind of a moot point there um i i don't think McCaffrey will be back there's been like talk he might come back but it's pretty i think it's pretty unlikely he comes back this week with it being a short week yeah i heard it's a it's a quote a long shot so sure. i would say no mm-hmm. and, and that doesn't affect the game that much for me i think yeah, davis one more week of my davis yeah he got 89 rushing yards 60 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown last game like oh yeah I expect was that, that his first game too um i don't know i think i think he played like because he came in week two, right? When McCaffrey was it got week hurt. two? Yeah, so his first full game, I think, was week three or was it week four? Okay. Yeah, so, oh, he, yeah, week week, week uh, three was his, uh, I guess the Chargers was his first full game. Okay. Well, yeah, so he tore it up. Mm-hmm. I, I would expect him to tear it up yet again. That's not, like, you know, crazy to, to imagine. No, yeah. He'll do the same thing exactly. <laughs> this is the first time. Yeah, I, I said, I, th- I think we get pretty good game from Teddy here again. Just because, like I said, we, who, having Julio lets the Falcons fight back more. And they definitely do have more fight the last couple of games, I'd say. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, they're playing with a new coach and they're not quite sure what the future is going to hold. So they're kind of just playing to play. Mm-hmm. Like Calvin Ridley, I think we'll be getting a lot of um, Troy Pride is one of their corners. <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't line up well for him. Dante Jackson has been decent, but Julio Jones is, you know, better. So Dante Jackson will be on uh, Julio more. Mm. And then yeah, Calvin Ridley will get a lot of their second guy, which, you know, goes well for him. I mean, it did the first game. And then uh, Jeremy Chin, um, he kind of picks up, you know, other guys. He got that goes in the slot. But, yeah. <laughs> so I one mean, of my favorite, like, not really statistically based narratives, but just sort of general narratives, is when you have division rivals play each other within, like, the first eight weeks, both of their games. Because the NFL season's pretty long. You play someone uh, week two and then week 16 – it's a lot different than playing them week two and week four. Yeah, well, this is week five of week eight. This is, um, there's not a whole lot of change that's yeah. happened here. Helio's so, back. That's the, that's the difference. That's the difference. Th- They're ultimately like, I'm ex- the people that had fantasy production game one, normally I kind of do like the one and one, like they will one game, won't the other, and the other, and vice versa. It's won't been the three first weeks. Game. It's, I'm expecting pretty much the same thing we expected the first time we that we got the first time at least. Yeah, like uh, Julio's back and Kawan Short. I think he's still gone right. Just see on IR. Um, but yeah, there's there's not much change. It's like the uh, Browns Bengals. Like they played week seven and then they also played like what week two. Yeah, so like that was five weeks apart. That was almost the same. This is three weeks apart. Like that was almost the same game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, Calvin Ridley is going to, you know, kick ass again because he gets an easy corner matchup. Julio's here. He should, I assume, also kick ass. Robbie, I assume he'll kick ass and probably find the end zone. <laughs> DJ Moore, if he gets the targets, I should kick ass. He should <laughs> kick ass. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think we'll get another good girly game just given how he's been playing, how they've been using him, how the Panthers' run D is. Kind of uh, I was gonna say, what is the over under now? Because after week, you said it was forty nine week one and a half. No, no it's it's forty nine this week. Okay, week one it was like fifty three, fifty four, or something. Oh, not week one, not week one, game one, I should say. So back in week five, it was like fifty four ish. It should be higher scoring, right? Yeah. So the the Julio presence is huge for Atlanta. So yeah, I think I think this will be closer. Get it probably hit that forty nine right around. But I expect Carolina to still win. Yeah, I mean, I, it could go either way. I'm still, I'm leaning Carolina, but still up in the air. Yeah. Is I, there I, anyone I, you don't like? Because I mean, and Carolina outside of those top three, you don't really play anyone. Maybe Kurt, so Curtis Samuel's the only Carolina guy I think that like, maybe consider otherwise. He is um, healthy now. Mm-hmm. I think he. I mean, I think he was healthy when they played, but he. I don't know. Like his injury was shortly after. He had like I think he had five receptions when they played. Gotcha. Um, I would expect DJ. I think DJ Moore has really gotten a lot more involvement. He the has past come on weeks. a lot the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I would expect him to kind of jump up a bit, and Robbie to still do fine. Um, yeah. Um, Atlanta side outside of Julio Ridley. Um, are you are you on the girly train again? Yes. Yep. Me, uh, me absolutely. Too, given this defense. Um, yep. I think Brian Hill might even be. The desperate like, desperation flex where I agree. I think Brian Hill might might have a really good day. 
He's someone you should just have on your team. Yeah. Gurley. Gurley does go out. Like, he fits under that. If he's on the waivers before the game starts, Adam. Um, yep. It is Thursday. So, in I know in Yahoo, you can still drop someone whose game has been played if they're on your bench. Interesting. So, that's like, a, that's like I don't think you count on ESPN, but like on Yahoo, if you have Brian Hill, you know, if nothing happens Thursday, you can drop him again. But um, he's someone who's kind of keeping on your bench if you can. Like I said, if you're on like ESPN or something where you can't drop him, then be a little more careful if you need the flexibility. Um, Hayden Hurst, Russell Gage, you know, tertiary options, any interest in them? How do you feel about um, Hayden Hurst? I mean, Hayden Hurst has been getting more involved. He still got uh, six targets in that game. It just didn't really convert for its worth. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to see. How did Gage do the first time? I neither of them did much. Neither. Everyone was like like thinking maybe like oh like Olamidi is the case, whatever his name is exactly. But he didn't do anything with Hula Gantz. It was literally just Ridley and that was it. And yeah. Ridley, so the way Hurst has been playing, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see some more Hurst. But you know, the Panthers really don't have a pass rush. Um, so no, they don't they need may... a safety blanket Hurst catch. Uh, so I mean, I don't think I'm like I don't I don't expect like a bad game, but like I'm not expecting like you know blow up because like I said, yeah, like it makes sense for the receivers and the running back to star this game. So should be fun and high scoring, and yeah, I mean definitely entertaining. I'll be you know yeah looking forward to that. This one. should be a better Thursday night game than the last one. Um, <laughs> but uh, moving on to some kind of trade deadline uh, talk. Trade deadline's approaching. When is it exactly? It's uh, the most important thing happening on October 3rd, actually. Oh, November 3rd? <laughs> is that it? November, November 3rd? 3rd? Yeah, yeah. November 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. So the trade <laughs> deadline is November 3rd, uh-huh. uh, which oh, is the same day as the election, <laughs> if you uh, do live under a rock on a different country. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone should know that. But it is the trade deadline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of teams, I think, at least in my opinion, this is very spread out right now. You have a lot of very good, like teams with very good records and teams with very bad records. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the teams with very good records are still missing some really important pieces. And a lot of the teams with really bad records have some guys that are getting older and they haven't done a rebuild in a while and maybe it's kind of time to ship them. So this trade deadline the next week is going to be really fun, I think. I, I I'm, agree. I'm looking forward to it. Because after this weekend, all the teams that are in or out of position are going to start dealing. So um, the teams at the bottom who should be fire selling, some already are. You know, the Jets are already kind of dishing out some. We've seen They've already the traded Vikings already people, some trades. Yeah. yeah. So... Yep. They're kind of already going, but who are some other teams you think should engage in trades? Um, maybe should, but aren't going to admit it. Really <laughs> um, well, so the first one I'll mention is the Cowboys because their offensive line is really bad right now, and it's getting it's getting older. You know, they've had they've had a lot of not injury plagued years, which is super fortunate. But it's all come up at once. Yep. <laughs> this year. Their entire line is dead. They've got a ton of young pieces. Build that offensive line back up and get some early draft picks. If I'm the Cowboys, they've I, I was gonna say sell Everson Griffin. Yeah, they, they already have, have done yeah. that. They have just sent him to the Lions. Yeah, it was on the, the dog, Lions. and then they're like, "Hey, uh, Everson to the Lions." Yep, Griffin is now with the Lions. I 
I'm going to get hate for this, I'm sure, but I really think the Cowboys should trade Michael Gallup. I really think they should. He's a really good receiver. Yeah, he needs to get paid. They would anyway. So, like, it's next year, right? He needs to get so. paid next year. Or like, you, I think, I like, think you is, just yeah. drafted CeeDee Lamb and gave Amari Cooper a ton of money. That, or, like, I think last year is the last year. Like, next year is the last year of his contract. Right. So, trade Gallup. I had a fun trade offer in my head. It won't happen. Uh, especially can't happen now, but I was like, what if the Cowboys traded Everson Griffin and Michael Gallup to the Green Bay Packers mm. for their first and their second? They would pick? love him, I bet. Man, wouldn't Gallup be good with uh, with the Packers? Yeah. There are a lot of teams that could use Gallup, too. Yeah, I think you could get a lot for him. Yeah, which – so every, like, pass-catching option I put, like, Patriots or Packers for. So the Patriots – if they think they can contend, if they win this weekend, they might be buyers. But you think they should be sellers? I think so. Now, who who would they sell, though? Uh, so the biggest name that they would sell would be their linemen. Yeah, they have a lot they, of linemen. They have some decent linemen that are older. Uh, Joe Thune is, like, the big name because he had, you know, contract disputes and injuries and, you know, he's like 27, he's a guard, they ship him off. Time to start rebuilding. They're I mean, their offense is dreadful. <laughs> I have a question. If Cam has a good week, but they still lose, do you think they would trade Cam? <sighs> I think they should. Cuz like if they win, they won't trade anyone. They'll keep trying. But if they right. lose and fall to like 2 and 5 or whatever, like, that's hard to come back from, especially in the AFC. Like, I feel like they would maybe trade Cam at that point. But Yep. And I, I think it would be a good move for them. Cam's clearly, like, shown that he's competent mm-hmm. and hasn't declined or anything. Thanks. Like, the fucking, like, yeah, like, the the team isn't great for him to throw to right now, but he's had some really good weeks. Yeah, like, if he was on the Bears, Cam would love A-Rob. He mm. would nurture him and love him. <laughs> love him tenderly. Yeah, so. And the run option, and then get Montgomery. Oh, man, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Patriots, will, this next week will very much determine if they're buyers or sellers. They haven't been, they haven't been sellers in a while, so that's kind of interesting. Um, Jets have already, again, begun selling some. Yeah, they're... Uh, they sent they're probably, right? like, a lot of people are up for grabs. The only thing I'm going to say about the Jets is that they're absolutely fine in cap space. So they don't need to move anybody financially, which is good. That means that they're not going to just sell people. They're going to sell people for the right price. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hate if the Jets traded Marcus May because I think he's a really good free safety, but he's on the block. Jamison Crowder's on the block. Yeah, you can't trade all your good players. Exactly. Um, Herndon's on the block after his like what he's done this season, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't even care like. Let give him a fresh start or something. Even Darnold and Quinn and Williams have been on have been talked about as well. I don't think they'll trade Darnold. Um, that seems pretty stupid to me. That the I think they'll hang on to him for the rest of the year. Yeah, I guess but, the big thing is like the you no. Know, do they take Trevor Lawrence and then Darnold somewhere else? That's it's like does he get Rosened? Exactly, which I think could happen. Uh, you know, I think it's more actually more likely than not at this point. I feel like if they get the number, like as much as we will defend Sam Darnold, I think you have to take Trevor Lawrence if you get the chance. Exactly. Like, that's a thing. There's nothing honestly wrong with that. Like, we like Sam Darnold, but Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be a generational talent. 
And mm-hmm. if you have the number one overall pick, you take him. If, if, if it's like an Andrew Luck thing where he's so obviously so good, like, yeah, it happens sometimes. So, yeah, as much as I've, yeah, I've defended, you know, the fact that Darnold has no one to throw to and no offensive scheme to be successful, like, and he has had bad numbers, but, you know, all of those things are important. Um, I would expect him to do fairly well with a different team. I would hope him to do well. Yeah, we, Colts, we talked about a lot. Steelers make some sense. Like a, a team with an old quarterback that's like in a good spot would make a lot of sense to trade for him. I was reading the Niners would make a good spot. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. I think they so. Would, they would probably love Juju there too. Ooh, yeah. Juju's oh, not a Steeler oh. anymore. We always talk about them getting reunited, and that would be such a great spot too. With it, like the US, oh. they're close to USC. Like, I would become a Niners fan if that happened. If <laughs> they got Juju and Darnold. I'd become a Niners fan. Yeah, that'd be so fun. But um. So uh, next up, we have the Falcons as uh, potential sellers. We've heard a lot mm-hmm. of rumors about Julio and Matt Ryan getting dealt, but I'm not really sure on that. Julio, I don't believe that. Julio not being a Falcon for life doesn't feel right. No. I will say if they lose to the Panthers Thursday, the timing of it would make sense for trades. They because have, if they, right, they have a lot be of pass rushers to deal. A, yeah, they'll be one and seven with a week before the trade deadline, and they won't play again until after the trade deadline. So, like, they lose to the Panthers on Thursday, they might sell some people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the reality of it. You're, you're one and seven. Your chance of making the playoffs is really, really like, slim. It, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. I'll just say that now. But yeah, it, yeah. Like, yeah, like you wrote here, if they go to Halloween one and seven, expect some spooky trades. <laughs> I even, I even like read zeros as like spooky. Spooky. Um, Texans obviously probably should be sellers if they lose again. Um, what the receivers make sense? We talked about Brandon Cooks getting passed around the league. Um, Randall Cobb could also be an option if a team feels they want him. I don't think anyone wants David Johnson, but maybe Duke Johnson is is desired in some sense. Um, I could see the Bears like going after Duke Johnson to replace Tariq Cohen. Yeah. I think the name to watch is J.J. Watt. Yeah, I, he, I do agree. They're not doing it this year. You know, mm-hmm. he's 31. He's still being productive, but he's 31 and he's oft injured. It would it would suck as a Texans fan to lose J.J. Watt. I'm totally there for it. But you might still get something decent for yeah. him. They don't have their, their, their probably high first round pick anymore. Like you got, you got to get some picks as a bad exactly. team, yeah. Like or you some young assets or something. You got to turn it, turn him into something. Yep. So, because his contract last year's next year's the last year of his contract that he's currently under. Um, there's a lot of dead money these next two years as well. It make a lot of sense to trade him, get some picks yep. out of it. I don't. Yep, absolutely. The only thing I wanted to mention is for what? Yeah. No. No, I get like a fourth because Buck, Buckner got it first, but he's a lot younger. So like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it does I depend. Think they, on could, the, they could get a second. Yeah, I was gonna say it could. It does depend on the team. You know, if JJ Watt goes to like the Seahawks or Packers, yeah, that could be a second because that, you know, that propels them into the Do top. Do the Seahawks there. still have the second pick? I don't. I don't know what all they gave for Jamal Adams. They gave their first rounder this year and first rounder next mm. year and another rounder next year. So, a third rounder next or something like that, I don't know, but maybe a second, um, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, he's he would be desired for sure. He makes the most sense. Yeah, I don't think they'd get rid of like a fuller or anything. I don't 
They might. I don't think so, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've already had the Vikings make some trades. Dalton Gockley to the Ravens previously. Um, there's definitely more guys that could trade. Kyle Rudolph, maybe. Um, I don't think they trade Thielen. Um, I mean, they've already like donated half their defense to the rest of the league. They just cut so many players. Like yeah. it's supposed to be a fire sale, but they gave them away for nothing. Yeah, I, re- um, I do really, I really feel like Rudolph could be an option mm-hmm. if he was on a tight end. Like if they would miss would out be great on with the Patriots, man, because he's white. Him, Cam to Rudolph. I'm there for that. Yeah, like I said, whoever loses, who if. Well, no, may not even loses. Like if Njoku doesn't get traded, I feel like Kyle Rudolph makes a lot of sense. I like, guess the next guy. Although yeah. the only thing, like I don't know if teams like will want his contract because he's on a four-year, thirty-six million dollar contract. A lot of it has already been given from the Vikings, mm-hmm. um, and the dead cap goes down a lot in twenty-one, twenty-two, or twenty-three. Um, like, because if you trade for him, you have him this year for sure, and he's a lot more cuttable the following year. So beside a lot of noise, um, so. But his salary does get kind of high at a certain point. But I, I said he's good. He just hasn't been used a lot this year because they've not been using their tight ends in general. So yeah, yeah, he's a name to watch. Oh, I did want to mention with the Texans really quickly. They do have some, they have an interim GM right now. Mm. Um, so the biggest thing against them making any trades is just that is they're that, yeah. they have a steward basically no in right place, now. Yeah. Exactly, who probably doesn't want to make big organizational decisions in the meantime while they're looking for a new candidate to be the GM. So that's the one thing that prevents them from really Same being Same with Falcons, by the way. Yep. They, yep. That they fired their GM too, which I forgot about. But... Right. Like imagine being the interim GM for a team and selling Matt Ryan. Yeah. Like, like, that would did... that would be the owner telling you to. That would be Arthur Blank saying, hey, do this. Or it would be whoever it is for the Texans. Is it, is it Manair? Is he still alive? It would be whoever the Texans owner is telling you, hey, do this. Like, Yeah. It's it's yeah that that throws a wrench into it. That's that is true. I agree. But um, lastly, we've got the Giants on here. Um, they're one and six. I mean, who who are some candidates? I mean, maybe even Sterling Shepard we mentioned earlier would be a candidate. Um, Sterling Shepard, I think, would be a candidate. I think Evan Engram would be yeah, a candidate. A lot of teams have well. called about him. Yep. Um, and then there's another guy on the defense. He's not as well known, but uh, Dalvin Tomlinson is uh, pretty good in the run game. <laughs> He's kind of like, you know, your McClendon type. He's good at stopping the run. He doesn't get a whole lot of is snacks. He, is but... he the one you called, like, mini snacks? Or who who was that? Who oh, that's McClendon. McClendon, Snack okay. light. Yeah. <laughs> Snacks light. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Dalvin Tomlinson's pretty good. And he's getting older, too. He would. There's a lot of teams that need help in the run game. Mm-hmm. That, are, that have good records and are trying, you know, to do it all this year. And their run game really sucks. So... He's a name that I think people will make a lot of offers for. Yeah. Packers, Chiefs, you know, Packers, yeah. Ravens. I can see. So Raiders, the Raiders too. Yeah, but yeah, like Chiefs, Packers make a lot of sense just because they both you know need to improve their run. Um, let's see. We have um, some teams that should be buying. Um, we've mentioned the Packers several times, along with the Bears. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Packers, they could really use another wide receiver outside Devontae, like a reliable one like Gallup, and they could really use some help 
stopping the run and in the pass rush, like on yeah. the line there, they could like a, they could really use, say, a Carlos Dunlap who really wants out of Cincy, <laughs> who on who went to Twitter to put his house on the market. Oh my God! And he got blasted by his team. I would be shocked if he is even playing this Sunday. Yeah, who's who's really the sick. other guy? Gino Atkins, right? Yeah, like I feel mm-hmm. like he, he's also. Uh, yeah, I, I might not like group it in if Carlos done that, but um, I'm kind of right up to because he will. There's a good chance he could get sent to, and teams will probably want him more. Yep, he's uh, better. Gino yeah, Atkins he's really, really good. good. Gino Atkins is super good. So, yeah, Packers need someone to put with Devonta Adams. You know, like a uh, Gallup, maybe even a John Ross. He John Ross is like the uh, consolation prize for the Michael Gallup kind of thing. In that sense, like. You know, Packers need him. And so the Pats also fall under the Packers' needs if they think they can win. Um, Chiefs, I feel like a doctor, John Ross. Not other receivers, but I just feel like John Ross solely because another fast guy. <laughs> That's literally it. But um, I think uh-huh. Bears and Lions should be looking at receivers too. Lions? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's like it's Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah. and then Marvin Jones has not been Marvin. doing much this year. And like... Danny Amendola is Danny Amendola. Like, I feel like they could really benefit from another guy who could contribute. <clears throat> so, like, if they could get, like, Michael Gallup, that would be such a huge help. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I said, get, adding him with Everson Griffin makes sense, but that's probably, yeah, probably not going to happen anymore since that's already been done. But, um, so, yeah, other buyers, um, Seahawks should definitely be buyers given how atrocious their past he is. They're 5-1 and one with the worst point differential in their division. They are, they have like a point, they're like plus 20 to 30 on point differential. Their defense is really bad. It's like really bad. Their secondary is not great. Their run defense is really awful. They could really use, you know, someone to stop the pass, someone to stop the run, someone in the secondary, like just a little bit of help. Yeah, I've, Um, I've got a question for you. If the Pats lose and they become sellers, do you think they would trade Stephon Gilmore? His he, name is being thrown around. So he's 29. He'll be 30 next year in the last year of his contract. The Patriots are usually sellers on good guys who are aging. It uh-huh. makes a lot of sense for him to be on the block. And it the does. Seahawks would really love to have him, huh? So Yes, they would. He would make their team so much better. And you get Jamal Adams back against the run. I think he's worthy of being put on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, You'd have I to think trade a lot for him. But. Yeah, he he would net them a lot, which is kind of what they need. They kind of need to rebuild. Yep. So Niners, um, they need some defensive reinforcements after all their injuries. Um, they kind of fit in with that. I mean, Geno Atkins makes so much sense for them too, right? Like, yep. A one-year replacement for Bosa, that would be – that's what they need. Mm-hmm. That's what they're go- they need to go for at the trade deadline. A one-year defensive end replacement for Nick Bosa while he comes back from injury. Because their team is legitimate right now, and yeah. they just need Bosa back, and they're really scary. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. What Hasn't D Ford been in and out too? What's what's up? I forget what, if he's been in or not. He's always hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> – as a, any Chiefs fan will tell you. Yeah, has he, has he played at all this year? Uh, he has, but it's, you know. Oh, not since week three, so. 
Yeah. He's only even played week three. Yeah, he's on IR right now, I think. I don't know if the season's over or not. Um, oh, he's not going to probably come back till around or after the bye, so he's been out for a bit, too. He'll come back, but... Well, presumably come back, but... If he, his is a... Uh, let's see, a back issue, so you, know, you never know with that. Uh, Raiders, um, if they're going to be competing, um, they need to upgrade a bit, especially on defense. Their, their run D is pretty rough. Yeah, that's, it's pretty bad for them. Their run defense is not good. Their pass rush is okay. Um, it's okay, but it could be better. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think, I think it would be bolstered by not getting stuck in second and short and very often. Like That's true. But, um, yeah, the run, I mean, I said pass rush with Octavia. Yeah, run D for sure they need. Um, the linebacker, of course, could use some. Corey Littleton is bad. He sucks. Yeah, Corey Littleton. Listen, that's like a good place for Dunlap to go. Yeah, like, the there's not like a lot of like linebacker help right now. No, so that's what makes it tough because that's what the Raiders need is linebacker help. If only, if only they had a pass rusher. No. <laughs> nah. The Khalil Mack trade turned into a lot of picks and it worked out. It did. Yeah, that so. was good. Um, yeah, they they need a linebacker badly. Which I don't know if they'll be able to get that this year. So they they might be SOL. Um. We all talked about the Bears being buyers for, in my opinion, another receiver, maybe complimentary running back, um, quarterback. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I think they should trade Foles for Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, yeah. Fitzpatrick Foles to Fitzpatrick Miami to back up uh, Tua and bring Fitzpatrick in, and he can win you the division. Add to the Frankenstein jersey. Yes. He's not, he hasn't been in the NFC as much as the AFC. Yeah, he's, he's a very in the NFC. AFC heavy. McCown's been more of the NFC guy. But um, I was talking to someone about the Frankenstein jersey. Because what you would do is you would just order, I would say order just knockoffs of all the jerseys of him. Because ordering a bunch of real jerseys would be expensive. Um, yeah, and then you'd be cutting them up and yeah. Yeah, so like if it's, you know, seven or 18, I think it's, he's on seven so far. So if he goes to eight, you know, however many it is, you can make that many jerseys. And just cut them all up the same way and put them back together the same way. That's true. You could have eight Fitzpatrick jerseys. <laughs> yeah, eight, eight, eight Frank and Patrick jerseys. <laughs> and you would, of course, get the one that's, you know, got the Jets logo and nameplate and stuff. Exactly. But you could have one that's Bills first or one that's, you know. Bengals or Texans or. Whatever, do. <laughs> Harvard. <Dolphins>. No. <laughs> so. I eventually want to do that. So, it's, that's still on, it's still on the bucket. Not on bucket list, just the to-do list eventually. Yeah, that'd be I got to learn to sew first. Right. Was <laughs> Jolly and I were talking like, how hard is sewing? I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't think it's that hard. But I don't. Th- it's not like something you can just do. Like you're gonna have to like practice and fuck up for a bit first. When I, t- I mean, I took art in middle school, and we had to do a like a drawing that was. You you like sewed the drawing hmm. into cloth, and it was not hard. Okay, was it that. sewing machine or like needle, like thread? Needle? No, it was needlework. Gotcha. Yeah, my uh, my physical artistic capabilities are rough, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would need to practice a lot. <laughs> but um, and then lastly, we've got Saints as buyers. Um, probably they probably need some receiver help with uh, how much Thomas has been in and out. I mean, Sanders is on COVID, but. They haven't consistently had receivers on the field. They would really just benefit from that. Like they're pretty good otherwise. They've um yeah they that the fucking Michael Thomas has been named out there as a trade rumor. I've heard that's garbage, but at yeah, the I same don't think time, that's real. Like, they need Michael Gallup so badly. Holy shit, would be, they would be yeah. amazing with him. 
he would be wonderful for them. Yeah. They also, quite frankly, I don't know where they're going to get us a corner, but they, uh, they're giving up, a, I think it was 116 passer rating. Yeah, their passing is going to They need Stephon Gilmore, but I don't, I don't know if the Patriots out of principle would do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, their, their passing has been pretty rough, too. Um, yeah. Lattimore has been Badimore. <laughs> like, he go, he, like, doesn't he go back and forth each year on being good or bad, kind of? Like, yeah, this so must be his bad year. Yeah, he has a bad year. Even years, he's bad. There we are. First year, he was good. Second year, he sucks. Third year, he was better. Now he's not good. Yeah, they, they have been pretty rough. Like They have Janoris Jenkins, who's been their best like secondary player, probably. But Lattimore's been bad. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the slot's been pretty rough. Like Yeah. We all know how their backups are, PJ Williams. Um, So, yeah, they, they do need secondary help. You're right. They could benefit from that. Although, like I said, it's kind of in uh, – Short supply, so yeah, maybe tough. Not a lot of teams that are very bad have good corners to sell. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of why they're bad. <laughs> so uh, we've already talked about some guys who are going to be on the move, probably. Who are some mm. other guys you think will be on the move, potentially on the move? You think should be on yeah. the move? Kind of, kind of give me some names here. Oh, so the first one I want to mention is Gallup because while well, I think Gallup should go to the Packers. The Saints would also love him. There is one more team Ooh, I, I just read. This. I love it. I love it. That I love, and that is the Ravens. The Ravens got Michael Gallup. They need receiver help because Des Bryant isn't the answer. Sorry. <laughs> Marquise Brown's cool, but he's one dude. And Mark Andrews, like, go get Gallup. Oh, man. I would be all for that. Lamar to Gallup all day. That even sounds right. Yeah, that, like, he would be a better fit in terms of that deep role than uh, Boykin is, I think. Uh-huh. Gallup gets more separation and it is a different play style than Boykin is. So I think that would be a nice uh, like replacement there. 100%. So I'm all up on that. I also think if the um, Jets were to trade Marcus May, an absolutely perfect place he should go would be the Browns, mm. um, who have had a lot of safety problems. Uh, this this year, Pretty dangerous and, uh, there, yeah, yeah, they because <laughs> Baker always wakes up feeling dangerous. They need a lot of safety <laughs> every day, baby. Um, I love Marcus May. I want him to stay with the Jets, but if they are going to trade him, the offer's got to be right. But Cleveland would make a lot of sense to me. He would help that secondary out a lot. He just sounds like a Browns player too. Like, <laughs> sounds right. Um, yeah. I see Avery Williamson on here. He's kind of the only linebacker that's like potential. He would be the only guy I would say like Raiders go after him. But yeah, so he is on my list for the Raiders. Avery Williamson, Jets outside linebacker. I mean, he's a pretty good linebacker. He missed last year because of injury, but he was good with the Titans. His first year with the Jets, he was good. He's very solid. Uh, Steelers could use him after losing uh, Devin Bush. Um put the Cardinals here because they just kind of need defensive help. But mm-hmm. I think the the Browns, who have absolutely no linebackers, and the Raiders, who need linebackers, could also go after him. Yeah, and, like, as far as cap room goes, so the Browns have, like, the most cap room. So they make a lot of sense in all these, too. Like, they're the, like, best record with them. Like, they have they have the most cap room in general. But as far as, like, good, like, decent teams right now, they have by far right. have the most cap room of any of them. So absolutely and going to next year they have a fair amount as well um you know like the, like the raiders are cap strapped next year already kind of thing yeah yeah 
I would say the one other guy I'll mention from the Jets is Quinn and Williams. Apparently, he's not being shopped, but like I said, if the offer's right, he I don't think he was a uh, Douglas guy, right? He was a McCagnin. Yeah, I don't McCagnin remember. Um, I think he was a McCagnin guy, so I don't think you know Douglas has as much affinity for him, but Packers could really use Quinn and Williams. When, when did Douglas come in? This year. Oh, this year? Okay, yeah. They took him last year, so. Okay. But yeah, the first um, round, that's a, that'd be a quick turnaround. It'd be a very quick turnaround. But well, yeah, I'm I mean, sure the Packers okay. and the Raiders could both really use Quinn and Williams. Good run stopper can create pressure. Yeah, he'd be. Defensive tackle. Yeah, like yeah, having Williams with uh, Farrell, Farrell, I don't know how you pronounce Cullen's last name, but that'd be a nice one-two there for sure. Um, so you've got Dalvin, Tom, but like all these guys, like all these defensive guys, like we all is like Packers Raiders for them pretty much. Yeah. I mean, cause like the Packers, the Titans teams that need run stopping. Yeah. They're good teams that need help in the run game. Dal- uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, Dalvin Tomlinson. Sorry. There's a Dalvin somewhere, but Dalvin Tomlinson, a good run stopper for the giants on a bad team. Send them to one of these contenders. Get a good pick for him. Yeah. I'm looking up Dalvin. There's Devlin, James Devlin. Mm-hmm. That, I, I don't know if there's any Davlin. Um, there was a former Jets player named Davlin Mullen. Mm. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe. Just Maybe logged in the vault somewhere. Maybe we're thinking, yeah. Somewhere it's coming from somewhere. Um, so David and Joku is another guy. We got a couple tight ends on here. We talked about, I don't know if Kyle Rudolph is. We know Evan Ingram has been asked about. Um, he and Njoku probably have the same landing spots, ideally. Um, Njoku, I don't know how much is speculative, how much is just being brought up, how much is real, but Harrison Bryant got the start over him this past week, so I think it's pretty real. Um, that's what really added to it, because like, usually when a player is on the block, you play him less to keep him safe. Um, you still mm-hmm. want to show him off a little bit, but don't want him to get hurt, so... And Njoku has had some injury troubles, so that makes a lot of sense that he's probably actually on the block. Uh, because once Hooper comes back, if they have Hooper and Bryant, they're totally fine. Bryant has proved more than capable, for sure. He's He was good at blocking, good at receiving, so they, they don't really need Njoku. So I think the Packers, as much as everyone has loved Bobby Tunney, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, they believe in him or not, but anyone... Like who Aaron Rodgers likes is probably fine. He likes Tunyon, so I don't know if they're for sure, but I think they could benefit from him. Cardinals would definitely be, you know, they would really probably like a good tight end they can actually rely on to do multiple things. Um, Seahawks, I think, could benefit as much as we want to like Will Disley. Uh, he and Greg Olson could definitely be upgraded on, and I think that would be, and Joku would be a really nice addition. Uh, Ingram fits in all of these, although Joku is definitely a better blocker than Ingram. So some of the teams, I think like the Packers make more sense with Njoku than Ingram based on like, you know, blocking. Same with the Pats even. They like guys who can also block. I think Ingram makes a lot of sense for the Cardinals in that sense. Um, I'm kind of looking through teams like you need tight ends as far as like which fits better where. So apparently, so Zach Ertz is also on the trade block apparently. That was, I think, mm-hmm. early in the year. Apparently the Ravens actually called about him. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Having him manage would be freaking crazy. But Lamar loves a tight end, so like maybe I mean, yeah. maybe all these guys I mean maybe not a joke because division, but Ingram are like I feel like any tight end has to be considered for Baltimore at this point. I can't remember I think I don't think like the I think the Seahawks are Packers. Like one other like contender called about him too, apparently. I don't remember wow. which it was, but um 
he is also on the same kind of list of all these teams. Um, Because most of the other contenders are fine at tight end. Um, I don't think Chicago needs more tight ends. Um, (laughs) They need one tight end. Yeah. And they have a smorgasbord of tight ends. We'll just take seven. One of them will work out yeah. on a given play. I think the Bills are probably okay with theirs. So, yeah, yeah but they, can, you know, they could, they could use. Some I mean, help. the Steelers could always upgrade Ebron. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're probably fine with him, though. Um, yeah, so they're fine. I put, I put one more that I think is unlikely, but I think is interesting. So Garrett Bowles for the Broncos had played like ass his first three years, and he they did not pick up his option. And this year, he's been balling out. Um, wow. if they decide they don't want to sign him long term, if they just aren't, you know, if they think either it's a mirage or they don't want to spend the money, I think he makes some sense as, you know, I, I mean, as much as you want to like or not like PFF, they have him as their top tackle right now. I, I mean, I, I'm a guy with PFF, but Garibald has been objectively really good this year. Um, wow. he is like 28, so. He's not, like, young, and so I, I could see them maybe saying, okay, this might not be a full-on, like, thing. This could just be, you know, a one good year, so maybe they try to move him. I'm not positive yeah. they would or will, but I I think it's in consideration if they lose again, um, which I kind of I mean, the, they will. The Titans are a team that I think are looking for a left tackle. You know, so I literally put Titans because they need a Taylor Water placement because they yep. could have him for this year, and even if they don't sign him long-term, they could get rid of him or they could sign long term um all of the nfc east needs him um chicago needs him i think san fran i need to see what their exact alone situation is. i think san fran would benefit from him so he's a left tackle yeah yeah Who, yeah because because taylor one's also left tackle that makes sense the whole nfc east has a terrible offensive line as a entire unit they need it um I mean the so I mean the Niners have Trent. Williams. Oh, that's right. Probably have Trent Williams. They they probably they, yeah. yeah yeah. What's his face retired? Yeah, I forgot they they got him. That's that whole thing's hilarious. But um, that whole not, not maybe, honestly just sad. So maybe not San Fran, but the other well, I guess two teams in the division would definitely be in the uh, market for him. Sure. And um, we talked about Gilmore, um, T. Y. Hilton. I'm gonna say I just want him freed. <laughs> um, I don't know if the Colts would or wouldn't trade him, but they they've not used him, so fuck it, get send him somewhere, get something for him. Um, I think they would really benefit from some secondary help. Um, and if they're not going to use Ty, this is the last year of his contract. Um, he's expensive this year, but after that, he's a free agent, so maybe some team could kind of rent him for the rest of the year. Um, you know, a yeah, the ball. it would be doing it early because I think he is probably on a new team next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the team could maybe re-sign him, too, without ever, like, rents him for the year. Um, we talked about Ingram, the Houston receivers, Ertz. Um, last, and I don't know if I should say least or not least, but Dwayne Haskins. Um, Washington doesn't want him. He's like he's like a, the unplanned baby they have. Um, they, they are trying to decide if they want to keep him or put him up for adoption. <laughs> God, that's terrible. And they're they're <laughs> leading more towards adoption. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, that was kind of one of my more dark analogies I made. Um, but he's he, they should trade him. I think they will trade him. I don't know where to land. Um, I would say I, I wrote QB list teams or old QB teams, but I think the latter makes more sense because 
he's obviously not ready. But yeah, so like a team like the Steelers would make a lot of sense because big event probably has another year in him after this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Breeze does or not. I don't think the Saints want him, but like maybe you know the Colts do. I keep throwing them out. Like the Bucks could say, "Hey, we'll put you behind Brady." Although I don't know if the Bucks have any cap rate at all, so who knows? Maybe the Browns want to get in on this. Um, that's kind of funny. no. I think Haskins to the Steelers actually makes sense. Yeah, like, I'm just like because it's funny because like P- Haskins is not mobile. Like he gets the moniker because like of his size and because he's black, but he's not mm-hmm. really a mobile guy. And, like, no, he's yeah, he's not great at running. His mobility is akin to current Ben Roethlisberger, where he like. <laughs> The problem is, like, it's not that he's immobile. It's just that he doesn't know how to use any of his athleticism at all, partially. He's pretty yeah. big and hard to take down. He's not particularly fast, but he can yeah. fall forward to get the first yeah. down. He doesn't have, like, the pocket presence to utilize any of his athleticism <laughs> is kind of the issue, too. But he needs to, like, he needs time. He wasn't ready initially. He still isn't ready. I think the tools are there. Like, we've seen Josh Allen improve in a really good setting. And I wasn't hot on him at all coming out, but the coaching, the team around him, he, he's also just gotten better. But Haskins has had no opportunity to get better, in my opinion. So, like, right. putting him in a good situation would help him a lot. The Steelers make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And look at some teams with cap room as far as, like, this year. Um, I don't think the Jags would do it. Um, no, yeah, that makes no sense. I don't – like, maybe the Lions? That would be weird, though. But, like yeah. – Colts and I think Steelers make the most sense for sure. Probably, I think they think they have another five plus years out of Stafford. Ideally, least. yeah, yeah. So Steelers like, for yeah. sure make the most sense because um, I mean it's a cheap grab for now, probably. So they're cap shot next year, but they probably I think they have enough room to hold them for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could probably like unload a bad contract and send a pick and get Haskins or something. I don't know. I think they just want him gone. Like, yeah. It's stupid, but whatever. Uh, it's not looking good for him in Washington. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't like have just total career death. That would be sad, but his contract's super cheap, you know, rookie contract. So that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a uh, top uh, 12 to 15 pick. Was he 15? He was 15. Yep. Exactly. There you go. So yeah, I mean, nice. he's decent money, but not like exorbitant. Yeah. Yeah, right. His salary this year is like just over a million. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like I would say the total four year, 14 and a half mil, but nothing like it used to be, like the Stafford contract. Yeah. The Stafford contract. Yeah. The Sam Bradford yep. contract. Yeah. That, those are the last guys to get them <laughs> and then <sighs> got changed. But yeah, I'm excited for some of the potential uh, move that we have coming up here after the trade deadline. I'm, some shit's going to get shaken up and it's going to be great. So, is there any trade that you just want to see more than anything? Um, I really, I love your Gallup to the uh, Ravens one. Like Gallup, yeah, they need to trade Gallup and get him somewhere nice. Wherever Gallup ends up, will probably end up being my favorite trade. Right? Yeah. No, that was mine. Gallup, it, Gallup to the Ravens would make me very happy. Yeah, that and like Gilmore could end up in a good spot. That makes me happy. But I'm, I'm sure something will come up that we've not talked about. As a trade, oh for sure, always something. But. Always something, yeah, something that wasn't talked about, wasn't leaked. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold going to the Colts, dude. I, w- 
I still want that. That that would be an immediate improvement almost, maybe. I don't know. I think it would. Yeah, he's better than Brissett for sure. Probably better than Rivers is right now. Yeah. Like he, he, he would use T.Y., so. <laughs> That's true, actually. He would use T.Y. Yeah. T.Y. Sure. would not have to, you know, get scolded by his grandma anymore. <laughs> Sammy's got me, Grammy. <laughs> Grammy loves Sammy. <laughs> but, uh. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. We um, will do the week, what is it, eight preview already? Week eight. Fucking shit. Yeah, we'll be back with a week eight preview later this week when we have a little more info. Uh, when we did it all together on a Tuesday, it made it a little tough or Wednesday or whatever. So doing it Thursday or Friday, we've got more to go. Helps a lot for giving uh, some good advice. So thank you all for joining our recap and just our general NFL fuckery trade you know, discussion.